0: Actions have consequences and words mean things so like the the First Amendment doesn't cover someone going into a movie theater yelling fire 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 when the there's no fire there are consequences to actions and I think this is a consequence to the actions that we've seen from them. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast the podcast for Apple snobs. Hey, this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva.
1: Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech.
0: And you're listening and or watching the Snob OS Show, where we talk all things Apple and then some. We are back, almost into triple digit episodes, but before we get started- almost there. We want to thank all of our snobbists, who are our Patreons, they just finished watching the pre-show on YouTube. And if you would like to get access to that premium content as well, you can support our Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And with that $5 a month, you will get access to the live taping, uh, access to the pre-show and access to our discord chat. So again, we want to say a huge thank you to all of our current Patreons. And we welcome any of our current listeners to join the Patreon family as well. All right, so let's go ahead and hop into the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. So let's start off with um, Apple One subscription service bundle. It's now available. I know it was brought up during the September Apple event. Um, Mm -hmm. So you want to give us a little peek into what's going on with the Apple One subscription?
1: Yeah. So basically, you know, like you said, uh, they announced it at the uh, during the Apple event where the iPhone was announced. Uh, It is a subscription service bundle to where they've bundled all of their subscription services together to, quote unquote, save you money. Uh, Now, as of last Friday, I want to say it was uh, released. Now you can actually go in and update your current subscriptions to the Apple one. Bundle. They have three different ones. They have an individual plan, starts at about fifteen dollars a month, and it includes Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, and fifty gigs of iCloud storage. The family one at twenty dollars a month. Take all the stuff I just said, and it adds uh, two hundred gigs of cloud storage. And then you step up from that to the top tier, which is the premier version at thirty dollars a month. Gives you all the things I just said. It adds Apple News Plus, which is the not just Apple News, but News Plus. It gives you magazine subscriptions. Fitness Plus, which is supposed to be this new uh, on demand or live fitness program from Apple that primarily syncs with your Apple Watch. But you can also do it on your phone, your tablet, Apple TV. And it adds two terabytes of clouds of iCloud storage. The cool thing about the premiere and the family one, uh, you can stream and shared between six family members. So if you're doing like currently, if you're doing like Apple Music and you're sharing that with a couple of people, and you're also doing Apple TV Plus and you're sharing that with a couple of people and iCloud storage, ideally, you know, I think they according to the story, the individual plan offers a savings of $6 a month compared to purchasing the services individually. And the family plan offers $8 a month of savings. If you got all the subscription services separately, if you're going on the highest tier, the premier plan uh, gives you a savings of $25 a month compared to purchasing each service separately. And I think that's where we were. Um, I was, as a family, we were subscribed to Apple music. We had Apple TV plus, And then we had the two terabytes of uh, iCloud storage. We wasn't using Apple Arcade. We wasn't using uh, News Plus, but um, I knew I was going to sign up for the Fitness Plus. So I might as well just go ahead and pay and just get the other two and I guess not really use them. But um, I've actually grown addicted to one specific game on Apple Arcade. So I figured... Since I went, once I signed up for Apple One, I was like, well, let me go back and see if I can really find get my money's worth. Right. So I fiddled around with News Plus. It just looks like regular news unless you get to an article that's in News Plus and then you get to actually read it when mm-hmm. before you really didn't. But I was like, all right, well, let me. All right. There's nothing there. So let me go look at Apple Arcade. Went in there, thumbed around for a couple of games, found a strategy game that i am hooked on oh really (laughs) i am hooked on it and it's basically a strategy game where you have to do it's almost like a city planner i'm not gonna get too deep into it but basically you you the cars have to go to a different location and you have to plan their routes and of course you got a certain amount of time if your car doesn't get to the spot the location of time time's over and then as you it grows and grows and grows and you got to reroute stuff so All that to say, you know, I am getting my money's worth from the Apple One subscription. So and then even more so when the um, Apple Fitness Plus finally releases still no date. They Mm -hmm. just say later in the fall. I'm assuming that's around Black Friday, maybe Christmas, Thanksgiving. I'm not sure by that time. (laughs) I probably won't use it (laughs) (laughs) because Turkey Day and Christmas Christmas. And and New Year's. Yep. And then New Year's Black Eyed Peas. Yep. You know, that stuff means that even though they're going to finally make Fitness posts available, I probably won't use it until New Year's till I get serious about my weight loss plans. (laughs) Right. After all that stuff.
0: Right. (laughs) After all the good stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, I can do my New Year's resolutions and why not use this now since I have it?
1: Cool. Right. <laughs> so oh. yep. So that is now available. Definitely, if you want to get it, basically you have to go to your settings in your phone, go to iCloud uh, at the bottom of your subscriptions, click on the subscriptions, and then it'll give you the option to upgrade to Apple One.
0: Nice. All right. So next, um, we talked about this when we had the September. Apple event and the October Apple event, and we were wondering if we were going to get another announcement in December. Well, it looks like we are getting a one more thing next Tuesday, uh, November tenth. So, um, word on the street is that Apple Silicon is on the on the docket to be released, and mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense, Christmas, Black Friday time, get you a new laptop. Um, also, there are some rumors that they're made that the over-the-ear AirPods, the AirPod Studio could be released, AirTags could be released, a new Apple okay. TV and Seer remote could be released. What do you think okay. uh, is is coming down in this one more thing?
1: Well, I'm pretty sure the Silicon Mac, will be announced. Uh, I'm assuming it's gonna be a Pro, Um, MacBook Pro. Yeah, I think it will probably be relegated to that line. Uh, I'm not sure about the other stuff, I'll be honest. Um, You know, maybe because I'm being impatient, maybe because I wanted it to be announced earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, I welcome, you know, if they do announce the -the over-the-ear AirPods, if they announce the AirTags. Uh, What was the third thing? It was three, you mentioned. Mm, Uh, Apple TV and Siri. May, so maybe so. So I take it back so that I there's a good chance to Apple TV, you know, with a new remote, uh, because we did talk about last week about how they are discontinuing the um, Apple remote app. Yep. So they have relegated that to the control center for your iPhone and your iPad. Um, I'm thinking maybe that maybe sort of lends into the idea that they're, you know, upgrading their remote in the Apple TV, maybe. But if I if I was to make a betting man's guess right now it would be Silicon Mac and the Apple TV Plus with the new Siri remote. I'm not sure about the, oh, the other stuff. Yeah. Studio. We've heard that tags, for what the but... last three events now, so
0: and nothing. Exactly and if right. you're going to introduce um, a new processor, um, a new Apple processor-based uh, laptop. I'm thinking that's probably going to take up all your time because they're probably going to go through the different versions. You know, there'll probably be a right. pro. They may they'll probably be a, a MacBook. Um, they may even come out with a new um, uh, iMac or maybe even um, a mini, because I think the last mini refresh was it the beginning of this year or was it last year?
1: Uh, it was the beginning of this year. Uh, no, they announced a um, a Mac Mini developer kit for Apple Silicon.
0: Yeah, I think the so mini. I think, I think the I last mini was, was last year, so it may be a new right. mini as well. So it may be all you know Apple's bread and butter um, that's released at this announcement. So
1: we'll see on Tuesday. Right. Um, I'm hoping uh they finally release uh mac os big sur because i'm tired of this beta <laughs> I'm ready and probably be the
0: os because if they're launching right. new laptops it's 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 coming with the new os there's no right. way that they're I'm launching ready. a new line of 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 laptops and computers without the os that i think they said uh in september would be coming at the end of the year so
1: mm-hmm. so yeah am Ready to get this beta off my computer. It was fun while it lasted, but, but I had too many little hangups. Mm. Let's get on my nerves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's hop over to the next story. Um, more rumors, um, possibly coming in um, the in Q1 of 2021, is um, a new iPad Pro with a mini LED display. So I think we talked mm-hmm. about this um, on DTNS, we talked on it, about it on our show, is that there was a, mm-hmm. a, a, an an, iPod, blah, an iPad Pro refresh at the beginning of this year. So it makes sense that they would do another one, you know, towards the beginning of, of 2021, especially with, right. you know, the new Apple Silicon coming out, the new iPad Air um, that came out last month. Um, so it right. makes sense that it's it's time for for a refresh uh, update of the iPad Pro, and if there yeah, is will, one, that's probably what I'll be getting because I still have the right. first Pro.
1: Yeah, I'm curious if they will put the uh, if they're gonna put Face ID on the Pro, or they're gonna move to the uh, Touch ID in the the uh, sleep wake button like they did with the Air. I'm guessing.
0: But doesn't they the air have both or does the, the air ID? just have touch
1: ID? It just has touch ID. It just ID. has touch? It does not have face ID. It does not have face? Uh-huh. What was I
0: thinking? I thought there well, was something that they said it was going to have both. Huh.
1: Maybe it's this one. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's this one coming up.
0: Maybe. I could have swore I read somewhere mm-hmm. that it was there was going to be something that had both because it was kind of giving you the, the COVID out of, you know, having the mask and right. doing the face ID, but still taking right. into consideration, you know you know hands and touching things so but yeah so um let's see the big thing about it it's supposed to be the mini led display um and i and i want to say we talked something about this before and it's just lots and lots of little mini led lights that make up the screen instead of the typical um What, uh, LCD or or OLED screen um, that uh, we currently have in the current product. So um, just a bunch of little mini LED lights that are compact and all pressed together to make a screen. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't really read this article all the way. So I'm not 100 percent sure of the uh, the additional benefits. But I think that was it. That's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. Just
1: the uh, LED the LED display. That is it. Doesn't even say anything about touch ID, doesn't say anything about anything else outside of mini LED, but it's just a rumor.
0: Yeah. Um, we don't know. So like everything else. <laughs> All right. Um and the last thing that we have in the lowdown, um, is related to um the election. Uh for those of you who are not, um, Snobbits, who are our Patreons, we did um, talk election uh, coverage. So um, basically, Apple News is another source that is providing live coverage of of the U.S. elections. As we know, um, the elections were yesterday. Yesterday, meaning um, Tuesday, the third of November. By the time you hear this episode, it should be the sixth, um, and hopefully. By the time you hear this episode, we'll have some definitive answers. Because as of right now, don't, don't bet on it. Don't <laughs>
1: bet on it.
0: <laughs> Let me have my hope. <laughs> um, uh, and we talked about some of that uh, as well in the, in the pre-show um, that, you know, it's, we still have, I think, nine states that are are pending. Um, we still have, You know, no one conceding um, and even when all the results in is likely that if Trump is not the winner, um, there's going to be some contesting of things. Because I think when we started the show, I think um, from the AP, I think um, Joe Biden was up to what 264 electoral votes. Um, and of course, mm-hmm. you know you need 270 to to win um, the 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 presidency, and he's already won so far the popular vote. And right now, they're saying that he's won the highest popular vote of any president. So um, right,
1: look, I I lived through uh, Gore versus Bush mm-hmm. 20 years ago. I feel so old, but I remember that and the hanging hanging, hanging chads and the Supreme. Supreme Court, you know, we've all we've lived through, like you said here in Georgia. We talked about in the pre-show, Stacey Abrams, you know, getting the election yanked from her, mm-hmm.
0: stolen. You know, sat
1: through these past four years of Trump and all the antics and all the crazy stuff is going on. So all that to say, uh, I am not as stressed out as a lot of people are because i ain't I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get all deep into all the election stuff until there is a clear, clear, agreed upon winner. I don't know how that's going to be. Who knows if the Supreme courts get involved, who knows how many recounts we're going to have, but I am not going to lose no sleep over this election cycle until Inauguration day, <laughs> January 20 something, 2021. When the when then I'll be like, okay, this is looking good. <laughs> then I'll be, all right, we're, we're on to something, right? <laughs> oh, I but wish I could say, do that.
0: And my mind yeah. is not. I took a melatonin last night and that still didn't help me. I had all the spirits. I was waking up. I took the melatonin maybe about 10 because I was like, I'm over it. I can't deal. And every almost like every other hour, I would wake up. And I'm like, this melatonin sucks. And melatonin (laughs) normally does good for me. But I was like, it's amazing how how the mind is that it can overwrite, you know, medication that is specifically Uh meant to keep you asleep. Melatonin doesn't necessarily put you asleep. It keeps you asleep. And it was no fight (laughs) against uh, what we currently got going on. So So.
1: if you're going to... Right. So if you're like Nika and you want to pop open Apple News to get all of your coverage, you can. Uh, The cool thing about uh, Apple News is they are sourcing their data from the Associated Press, and then they're also sourcing odds and prediction data from FiveThirtyEight. Finally, there's even an interactive electoral map available in Apple News, courtesy of The Washington Post. So... A uh, good thing about that is you're getting your data from multiple sources, not, not just, just one, one. place yeah. that we mentioned. Right. We mentioned last week, AP is, you know, you can go to the Associated Press to get all of your election coverage, your accurate election coverage. Now it looks like Apple News is pulling in that data plus data from a couple other sources. So if you like I said, if you want to be plugged and tuned all the way into it. You can definitely use Apple News for that. Definitely.
0: All right. So that is it for the lowdown. Let's head over to Second String where we talk all other tech. Uh, Second String is pretty light this week, but we did have a couple of things um, that we did want to have a conversation with. Um, we, We know that Google and Apple Wars run deep. And a lot of us Apple folks, Apple snobs, we are all about the blue bubble and not the green bubble. And um, Google has been trying to come up with something that rivals the blue bubble folks. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's now beginning to test scheduled sending options. So meaning you can schedule when you want to send um, certain messages. Um, that's the latest, uh, the latest, uh, I guess, innovation that Google messages is, is trying to bring into the, the fold to, to make Android users a little bit more happy since they don't have the blue
1: bubble. Right. So I haven't really heard about Google messages. So just looking at this article, They've got their little icon. I don't know if this is going to be official icon, but it is a blue circle with a text chat window on the inside of it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, they have their own little messages flare. You know, I wish they would keep it. I wish they would use a different color. I don't again. I don't know. I don't have an Android device. I'm not one of the few lucky people who are testing this Google messages. But I mean, good for them that they're finally getting something because they've got all these different sort of services right now. They've got, you know, Google Chat. They had it now. They've got Duo and and all these other different things. So it looks like they're crowding all this stuff into uh, Google Messages, which is going to include the RCS features. Um, and like Nika said, with, you know, uh, iMessage-like capabilities, such as, you know, emojis. Uh, I'm not sure if this will be uh, something that is outside of—I mean, I know it's going to be outside of SMS, uh—but I don't know how exclusive it's going to feel like iMessages does. Right, Messages feels exclusive. You know, Google Messages may just be a feature-rich Android chatting application, which I mean, I guess kind of sounds like iMessages. I don't know. All yeah, say, I'm interested. I'm interested to see if, how this is going to work. But um, it looks like they've got a lot going on, according to the story.
0: Yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm sharing the story now. If you look at the window now, you'll see the scheduled message screen, um, mm-hmm. where you can. It looks like you can, of course, schedule it for the time of day, um, and it can be more than just text. It looks like you can send photos as well as a part of your your scheduled message. It looks. Honestly, quite generic, and I don't know if this is just without the bells and whistles. Um, so yeah, um, I'm not sure, and I and, and, and I don't and I don't, and honestly, I don't know what it really looks like on an Android if this is the aesthetic that Android Messages has now, and if that's what it, Android it folks does. are
1: used to. Yeah, it 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 does have a Google Chat uh, interface, um, user interface. That's what it resembles. Mm. Google Chat. Um, it looks less confusing as some of the other options, like the Google Duo and all those other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, basic interface, almost like iMessage. I mean, you know, we we love to tout iMessage as the Mac Daddy of all messaging platforms, but uh, it's pretty basic, yeah. if, if you think about it. But uh, I mean, that's Apple know, aesthetic. It's very app. minimal and, right. and streamlined, right. so. But but as compared to some of the other app, which is feature-rich, uh, WhatsApp is super feature-rich, mm-hmm. you know, um, iMessage is just the standard, you know, even though, like you mentioned, is the user interface is simple, but if you come to think about it, there's not a whole lot of features, Uh, I guess you could uh, loop in like things like Apple Pay and you can loop in things like some third party applications, like, you know, all the emojis and all the gifts. You know, you can Mm -hmm. put third party um, keyboards into iMessage so you can get all those extra features. But as far as the way it looks, I I, I ain't going to hold Apple messages. I mean, Google messages. It looks kind of basic according to these screenshots. Yeah that's what google people are used to.
0: Yeah. And and I and like you said earlier about the exclusivity, it's just I don't I don't know how they're going to be able to I guess differentiate. So is this messaging is it going to be like so say if me as an uh, apple user texts this Google Messages, is it going to be in a different bubble? Is it going to be in the same? Is it going to like be a clear delineation that you are not in the android family so you you're definitely right, different right. but and you can't tell so, from the screenshots so, because both sides look the same really
1: well so i would assume the scheduling the scheduling message feature won't work uh if you're just sending an sms i'm pretty sure you won't be able to use any sort of uh like you said the emojis responses um as a sms i would assume. You know, again, that's just my basics. But again, you know, just looking at these screenshots, you know, you really don't see anything that differentiates itself. You know, but you know, with the with Apple again leading the charge, you know, and them differentiating between the green and the blue bubbles, mm-hmm. you know, that is almost like the the you know the bar that people are going against. And so it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, to make again to pull people in that ecosystem.
0: Yep. So interesting. We'll see if they can, you know, come up with something that if if this Google Messages will be uh, the Android answer to iMessage. I guess time will tell. Right. Because they don't really. I don't think skimming through the article again. I don't think they give a timeline of when this. They, they just said that they're testing it. So they haven't uh, announced when. They expect to go live with this, so. Right. We'll see. All right. Um, the last thing that we want to talk about um, in uh, Second String, um, we're back to talking COVID. So there is um, a, an AI uh, system that um, has been essentially repurposed to identify asymptomatic um folks with COVID. Originally, um, this interface, uh, the model was trained to um, for, uh, what's the disease? Alzheimer's. Um, that's what it was originally for. Um, and now they are able to repurpose this um, for, for COVID users who don't get the typical symptoms, meaning they don't get a fever, they don't get shortness of breath or loose sense of smell or taste, but they still have um, COVID and they're able to do this by identifying their cough. So MIT, of course, Massachusetts Institute so of Technology. Hold on,
1: hold mm-hmm. on real fast. Hold on, before you, I'm, I'm gonna interrupt here. Sure. Um, so if you're asymptomatic, you don't have any of the um, side effects for lack of a better term, but isn't a cough a side effect of having a coronavirus and if so aren't isn't this AI that is analyzing the coughs from people who have confirmed to have it isn't a cough how how are they How are you asymptomatic if you have a cough, I guess, or is cough considered one of the symptoms?
0: So I don't think they are, based on what I'm reading, I don't think they're considering cough to be one of the symptoms, even though technically it is. But you can cough for many different reasons. I think that's the whole point. You can cough uh, for allergies, you. you can cough you if you have a cold, if you cough, right. you got a tickle gotcha. in your throat. Gotcha. So essentially gotcha. okay. the way the model right. is trained, it identifies the type of cough. And gotcha. so they're saying they were able to accurately identify 98.5 percent of the coughs from people who were confirmed to have um, coronavirus. So, and it was saying this is including 100% of those who were not displaying symptoms. So I think when they say displaying symptoms, they are specifically talking the about chills, fever, shortness of breath, all those types nausea. of things. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So, right. um, so yeah. So they originally were was doing this for um, recording signs of Alzheimer's. But the goal is of what uh, the MIT researchers are hoping is that they can take what they've learned from uh, using this in Alzheimer's and the way they've been to repurpose it to identify the coughs for asymptomatic folks, they are hoping to be able to come up with an app that they can, um, that would be free. Uh, It says in the article, the MIT team is working to incorporate their model into a mobile app that could serve as a free, convenient non-invasive pre-screening tool for COVID-19. So this would be just another diagnostic tool. It wouldn't be the end all and be all to say you have COVID. It's just another way to say, okay, you may not have any of the symptoms, but this cough you got, it's raising uh, some red flags. Still, We've seen it you in other, co- yep. <laughs> It's, we've seen this same type of cough in other people who were asymptomatic, but ended up having COVID. So you may want to go and get your test real quick. So that's the that's the purpose of it. Not to be, you know, uh, the end all, but just another tool in the toolbox to help fight this um, this virus. Because it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. And it doesn't seem like the people who are in charge are... Are doing you know what's necessary to get a rein on this thing and the public in general is not doing what they need to do to help you know get this pandemic under control so
1: so I thought that was very interesting people people taking trips in the middle of COVID and Mm -hmm. it's like y'all not helping I'm just being honest y'all not helping
0: I mean, people taking trips, people going to football games, um, people going to birthday
1: parties, restaurants, parties, you know. Maybe I'm being too scary, but.
0: But I mean, I've seen, it's one thing if you go out and you're trying to social distance, you have your mask, you wash your hands, those kind of things. But I've just seen people just flat out. I went um, home last month to um, my nephew's birthday party. I stopped um, at a gas station um, on the way back here, and I went into the gas station. Nobody in the gas station had on a mask. They were just like, do 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 and in that area that I grew up in, small town, and I mean, and Macon is not small, um, that's where I was in the store with people without masks, but that's the sentiment. People are just out there, just walking around, living life like they are not in a pandemic and my hometown was in the new york times a few months ago being like one of the, the i think it was number 5 on the hot spot list mm-hmm. and i mean it's a small town maybe 40 50,000 people so you know folks are walking around you know they're tired of coronavirus so they've just decided that it's over and they are just going to do whatever it is that they want to do so
1: um, hats off to them
0: and it just it just puts more people at risk um, for, for this virus. And again, this tool is just another way to be able to help folks who may not have the typical symptoms, um, but still might be walking around with, you know, without anything covering them because I ain't got coronavirus, I'm fine. Um, so uh, this is just another tool in the toolbox, but wear your mask, social distance, stay inside wherever possible. All right, Um, I think that's it for second string, unless there is anything that you thought of you want to talk about. Mm -mm. All right, so let's head on over to for the culture where we talk about what's going on, about anything we want to talk about. Um, So I, am keeping in line with you know all this election stuff that's going on and you know waiting for results, I think we alluded to it um, on the pre-show. Um, that misinformation is abound. So apparently, um, we know that the president, uh, currently, uh, is a huge, uh, tweeter. He tweets all the time and, um, he let his Twitter fingers fly and, um, he was tweeting some things, um, out that were false, um, false they were misleading um he deleted uh one of the tweets not because that it was outright wrong related to telling people that the polls are closed so you can't vote um he, it was a typo so he deleted it and re- and put it back up with the with the uh the misspelling corrected so um some of the social media um tech and other tech companies are are combating Um, this, you know, real fake news, Um, you know, that Twitter has their labels where they, um, you know, label something that's uh, misleading, and they'll point you to um, the correct information. Uh, Facebook and Instagram have been issuing notifications um, regarding um, votes and and Trump prematurely um, claiming victory. Um, So it's one of those things where um, tech companies, as opposed to 2016, are taking a more proactive uh, stance on calling out blatant inaccuracies as it relates to um, where we are with this election now that we are, the election is officially over and is now counting ballots and, and, and getting the final final tallies. Um In addition to the tech companies, um, the FBI, I mean, take that with a grain of salt, um, are, are investigating, um, different, uh, instances where it appears that there are voter suppression attempts by foreign nations. Um, so it's one of those things where I just want to get your, your thoughts. Do you think that, um, Social media companies and the government are doing enough to combat um, all of this misinformation that's that's been kind of put out there over the last twenty four hours.
1: Well, um, uh, first, first off, I'm surprised. I I would expect this from Twitter. Mm-hmm. I am surprised that Facebook. You know, reading the story from Nine to Five Mac, I am surprised that Facebook has stepped in. And put some uh, some some captions, for lack of a better term, under or you know, issued notifications, you know, in contrast to what the president and some of his people have been saying. So I'm definitely surprised that Facebook did it because, of course, Mark Zuckerberg for the longest has been on the we're not going to impose any sort of restrictions on people, First Amendment you know, right You're supposed. Right. You know, Facebook or social media is a place where people are free to discuss, you know, as long as it's not hate speech, you know, uh, have at it. So the fact that Facebook kind of put some captions, for lack of a better term, after some of the claims that President Trump was making, um, I I amend them and I pity them at the same time. I commend them rather. And I pity them at the same time, simply because the person or group that is making a lot of the claims that is forcing these tech companies to step in, would you would expect the president of the United States would be the last person they'd have to do that to, which makes it all that more complicated, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they're not just, you know, uh, they're not just clamping down on this type of speech for just regular old people. I mean, they are, but you expect them to do that. You know, it makes it all that more challenging because they're doing it to the president of the United States, which puts them in a bind. Right. You know, because if they they don't want to seem biased, Mm -hmm. which I I guess that's why Mark Zuckerberg, for whatever reason, decided he waited this long to actually jump in and do this. But, you know, they want to be a place where people can come and share all their thoughts Mm -hmm. as crazy, as ridiculous as they are. You know, they, that is, you know, why these things exist in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, for the fact of them to have to step in and the fact that they have to step in against the president of the United States, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> wild. Right. And and it is crazy. Like you said, it's pretty wild that they have to do that because that's the last person you would expect they'd have to do that against. You'd expect they have to do that against some sort of crazy organizations yeah cult, some some crazy you know whatever like you said fringe group or organization but the president of the United States and the white house is not some fringe crazy organization or is it right or is <laughs> which it is, <laughs> right which which in lies the issue right yeah so uh, like like you said to to answer your question um they're doing all that they can considering the, you know, circumstances, right? Um, I don't know if they should, if they should be doing more. I, I kind of, and this is just my personality. um, I tend to ignore things that don't sound like they make sense, but that's just me. And And you're in a a small
0: minority of, of people that use that, type of common sense especially around these <laughs> right. type of things
1: but just because there are um, a lot of people who you know are aren't like me you know that doesn't mean that well i guess it does i don't know i i'm i'm, I'm back and forth between free speech and don't say something stupid right because saying something stupid is your right But at the same time.
0: Actions have consequences and words mean things. So like the the First Amendment doesn't cover someone going into a movie theater yelling fire, fire, fire when there's no fire. There are consequences to actions. And I think this is a consequence to the actions that we've seen from them. Um, you can't right. just keep,
1: especially now.
0: Yeah. You can't just especially keep now. out here just outright lying with things that are provable. It's one thing if you uh, made up something... a lie that could possibly be the truth or no one can conclusively say either way, but they're telling outright bold lies.
1: Right, and it has to do with the election. It has to do with you know voting, which is a serious deal in Voting, tampering, democracy. Suppression.
0: And yeah,
1: right, right. So yeah, I mean, hats off to them for that task. I couldn't do it, you know. Um, and even but hats YouTube, off to them, I didn't. You know. Yeah,
0: I didn't read all the way down to the end of the story, but it looks like YouTube as well had to get in on. Um, apparently, there were some live streams that were showing fake results. Mm-hmm intentionally oh wow yeah so in the uh, article says insider reports that youtube had to cut off a number of fake result live streams though it appeared those were just scammers trying to earn ad revenue rather than attempting to interfere with the election but it is interfering with the election if you're with
1: the election yeah
0: if you are whether it's intended to or not if you're just trying to scam and get more money from ads if it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you're posting results already or yeah. it, that is i mean we have
1: or we, just so dissent in the process like you mentioned like we mentioned in the pre-show you know trump has made statements about how he's going to fight and sue and all these things don't so let him steal these, the vote
0: yeah right?
1: if, if, got these ads running that are posting fake election results and then you double that with the president saying you know the, the election is fake and is being stolen you know all you need is proof right so if somebody comes to you and says oh the election's not being stolen you're just being crazy you can go to youtube and be like look look at this there's this video yeah. right 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 and the so, president so, tweeted
0: yeah. he the tweet says we are up big all caps but they are trying to right. steal all caps the election We will never let them do it. Votes cannot be cast after the polls are closed. And none of that is true. As long as you're in line, (laughs) when the polls close, you are entitled to vote. So the poll may close at 7, but if you're in line... And it takes another two hours to get everybody that was already in line voted. The polls are closed, yes, but the votes can still be cast. So it's things right. mean like that he's posting, and it's like you have to think about it. In this country, we have four different time zones. So what's going on in the on the East Coast? The West Coast is three hours behind, so that can definitely right. affect turnout. So if they are posting well, clearly, yeah, if they're posting these videos, even if it's seven o'clock. Um, Eastern Standard Time, what? That's only four o'clock West Coast time, they still have a good four hours left to vote. So where the intent was to scam for ad money, the it, the outcome is still the same. It's still interfering with the right. election., yeah, so yeah, yeah,
1: so, so they finally,, uh, all that to say, you know, tech companies are finally starting to step in when it is clear. You know, maybe some of the other stuff prior could have been muddy or could have been interpreted a different way. Sounds like this is clear Mm -hmm. that something is running a monk and there is a violation. So hats off to them for finally stepping in, even when it's against a group or a office as big as the president.
0: Right. Right. Yep. And um, yeah, I I'm glad they're doing it. We'll see how this bodes for the midterms. Because you know, as soon as this is done and over with, the next, what, the 2020 cycle uh, is going to start. So it's a never ending cycle. So we'll see what they take from, you know, what they learned in 2016, what they learned in 2018 to now what they learned in 2020 to try and make the process better. So hopefully all these tech companies are are learning and are going to improve and increase their you know participation in the process because whether they like it or not they are active participants in the in the voting process so so yep. Yeah. all right so that is it uh for the culture was there anything else you want to talk about in for the culture nope all right cool all right, let's head on over to the hookup. I didn't have anything this week,
1: but I think Brother Tech has something for us. Well, so, you know, one of the features that Apple announced in the recent Apple events was the fact that AirPods 2 has been upgraded with something called spatial audio. And basically what spatial, spatial audio is, is of course, if, you know, uh, devices and programs support it, you'll be able to localize where the audio is coming from. So if in in the action event, the sound is coming over to the left or to the right, to the front or to the back, top or to the bottom, you'll be able to recognize that surround sound, but it's almost surround sound elevated because uh, if I'm normally watching a television show and if I've got 7.1 surround sound and I turn my head, to look at that speaker over here or back here or wherever the speakers are, you can, loc- you can locate that audio. Well, for headphones, in this case, in-ear earpods, earphones rather, you know, you don't have those separate speakers, you know, but with the spatial audio, you know, if you're watching a television show and you actually turn your head, you can actually hear or it simulates sound coming direct based on where you're pointing your, you know, where you're focalizing your, um, where your head is turned. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when they announced that, nothing's, <laughs> so you really didn't, you know, Apple Music didn't support it. You know, there were a few things. I think Apple TV Plus, maybe there were some episode shows that supported it, but let's be real, nobody's watching Apple TV Plus. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some people are, but probably not. Uh, But the reason why I bring all this up is because a popular, super popular show uh, on streaming, Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, which, you know, uh, you know, Baby Yoda, everybody's falling in love, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I found a story that The Mandalorian on Disney Plus supports spatial audio for the AirPods Pro. So uh, definitely check that out, um, you know, for... If you have a device, you know, iPhone 7 or later, iPad mini and later, you know, some of the 2017 and up devices and you you're using the uh, AirPods Pro and those devices, you're running the latest version of the OS for iPhone and iPad is iOS or iPad OS 14. You know, um, you can definitely take advantage of and test out the spatial audio for the AirPods Pro. So that's my hookup for the week. You know, if you are watching The Mandalorian and you have a compatible phone and you have the AirPods 2, you can definitely check out that spatial audio functionality and let us know what you think. Uh, I'm probably, I haven't uh, watched season two yet because there's been all, a bunch of stuff going on, mm-hmm. but I'm going definitely gonna try that out this weekend and I'll report back next week. Nice we will look forward to it. And that's
0: our show for this week. Definitely download, rate, and review us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Don't forget to engage with us on social media. We're at SnobOSCast everywhere. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, you can watch us on YouTube at SnobOSCast. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel so that you will get the updates and notifications when we post a new video. Also, please feel free to leave us comments and suggestions on our website, SnobOSCast.com, Or shoot us an email at snoboscast at gmail.com. Again, you can become a Patreon um, for just $5 a month. You get access to our pre-show content, um, access to our live show taping, and also access to our Discord live chat. You can become a Patreon at patreon.com slash snoboscast. And that is this. Um, that's it for this week. Definitely, um, everybody, keep your head up, keep positive and focused, and um, we'll come out of this stay thing on the, the inside. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if that's your self care, if that's what you need to do to protect your peace, definitely do that. Definitely stay off social media because it will drive you crazy. Definitely stay off the news sites because all the commentation will drive you crazy because nobody knows anything nobody knows how this is going to work it's all commentary and it can change at the drop of a hat and they can change their mind on things oh yeah i said this but actually this so definitely take care of yourself um and and be careful out there
1: Peace. see you
0: next week